we're all protecting you. We have we all have protected, protected you. you. About my marriage? About what you told us about your marriage. With the mostest? We you told us. I was I so mad. Don't ever breathe. Don't breathe. Let me tell you something. The only thing. If I want to see that, I would have wrote it. I mean, I'm not really sure what I've done to you, but I'm not going to see Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Hot and Bravo podcast on the Buttered Pop Network. It's been a second, but we are finally, finally back to do a Southern Charm recap. I mean, we missed the finale. We had we had some technical things. We were had schedules going around. But <laughs> we are back in action. Um, so we have to talk about this reunion because the Southern Charm reunion was probably, this episode was probably one of the most exciting episodes the entire season of Southern Charm. Definitely. It's like, why can't the whole show be a reunion? Because everyone was ready to go. It's Eddie Estrada here. I totally forgot <laughs> myself. I'm here with my roommate and co-host, Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> so, I- I'm just so excited to talk about Southern Charm that I forgot to just introduce all of us. Um, Kelsey, what did you think of the reunion? I thought it was good. It was better than the entire season. I mean, the season only had about three good episodes. The rest was extremely bland. And um, the reunion, I thought Andy was playing hardball, and I really liked that. Love when Andy plays hardball. Andy was really, like, ready to let things, like, hit the fan because he was asking the questions that people were, like, too afraid to ask. He was pushing people. He was kind of mean to Shep and we know that they're close friends I mean it wasn't mean he was just taking Shep to task exactly yeah I'm gonna say that and we've seen him with Bethany before shy away from that yes and I think he's Shep is even more of a real friend in his life than um, Bethany is so it was I was glad to see that he did go as hard against him as he did because it was necessary oh it was totally necessary and we'll get into that Um, but let's start with the beginning um, I loved when the guys were like walked in and they saw the bar and they're like, Oh, there's a bar. Let's go take a <laughs> shot. And it's like completely empty. It's just like a staged bar. Like, and I'm they like, know them. I was like, come on. Like, do you think you're going to have full bottles of alcohol with these guys just like wandering around? I know. Andy's always telling everyone all their reunions. Don't drink, don't drink, don't drink. Like you won't make sense if you drink. <laughs> hey, I mean, I would be, I would be pretty smashed if I was at a reunion. Actually, I wouldn't because I would know I need to be on my game. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if I was, I drank too much, I'd be like, I, first of all, I'd let things slip. <laughs> I would say things I should not be saying, but then I wouldn't be able to like come back at people if they attack me. I'd be like, uh, uh, uh mean. <laughs> <laughs> I would need one drink just for like calming my nerves. nerves. Yeah. Um, I, they start off the reunion talking about the men of Southern charm and how, basically, well, they start off the reunion with the flashbacks oh, with behind the, the scenes forwards, yeah. and Catherine drops a bomb that, um, Madison is sending Danny threatening text messages. Yes. And still. And you kind of talked to me about this because you kind of found out more information after in regards to Danny because you listened to reality. Yeah. Well, I, I read the recap. I didn't read it. I listened to it this time. But um, (laughs) on reality life with Kate Casey, um, Danny said that even though they made up on the show after the show, she came at her all over again. So they still have problems. And I guess she also went behind her back and messaged her boyfriend and again. Yeah. Not so just the first time that this we saw. time, not trying to hook up with him, just trying to, um, call Danny out, I guess, because her boyfriend didn't want to be on the show at all. Well, so, he was on the show for sure. Yeah. We, we saw that happening. Um, I also loved how 
All of the women are in cocktail dresses, except for Catherine, who's in a full gown. But that's Catherine. I know, but they're literally in like mini dresses, like not even nothing to compare. Like their dresses are not housewives dresses. Catherine would fit on on any real housewives couch. Catherine's making her play to be real housewives of Charleston, I feel. She's ready for it. Cameron said she'll be the casting director of South Real Housewives of South Carolina (laughs) or the North Carolina, whatever Carolina they're in. The housewives of the Carolinas. Real Housewives of Carolinas. What? Isn't Charleston in, is it in North or South Carolina? Well, now I can't, I don't know. We will never know. If you guys know where Charleston is, let us know <laughs> in our comments. Um, I know it's in a Carolina somewhere. Uh, but when they're actually sitting down, Andy kind of says the thing that we've all been thinking for seasons where it's like the men of the Southern Charm are trash and the women are the best. And this is a show where the women are kind of the heroes. And I love that for the show. Yeah, I mean, they, they're messy too. Look at Madison. I mean... And it's we South needed... Carolina. I looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, I don't know where we are. Um, but <laughs> we need I, to know that. But I like Ship's, resp- Ship, Ship's response to this because he's like trying to be this like... And he does this his entire reunion where he's trying to be like metaphorical and like the wise one and smart. And he's like, you know, Andy, we're all just a blip on the earth. A grain of sm- a grain of sand. We don't matter in the long in the long term things. We don't matter. Just smile and don't hurt anyone. And Andy literally goes, "Well, is that what you did? Because you definitely hurt a lot of people this yeah. season." He's like, "Well, I, I try. We're all flawed." I'm like, oh my god, Shep. Oh, I think Shep always tries um, to be like liter- literary in the way he speaks because he thinks he, he's so smart. He holds himself in the highest regard. He's got that elitism, which we'll, we'll, we'll talk about because that came into conversation in this reunion. And his elitism is, we've seen it everywhere, not well, just. We've seen it directed at a homeless person, which exactly. was the most disgusting way it's been directed at anyone yet. I mean, so yeah, that video was, was not the best uh, thing for Shep. Um, I liked when Andy ta- asked about Palmer and Cameron, and I... Um, loved when Cameron said that her and Palmer are both Scorpios. I know. I thought of you when I I I, heard that too. I perked up and I was like, okay, that's the best. Well, they started talking about Palmer because they asked Cameron who she thought had matured more, Shep or Palmer. Palmer. And she didn't answer the question. (laughs) Because we know the answer. Yeah. It's Palmer. (laughs) (laughs) I know, they were showing her going to walk and was like, well, that's a huge transformation. <laughs> Shep's never made any such transformation. <laughs> Although I did notice he was looking a lot better at the reunion and he mentioned that he had a personal trainer. So I also wonder if he'd seen all the Gary Busey comparisons online and was oh horrified. My gosh, what? Did you not see those? No. And people were making fun of his dentures and that he looked like Gary Busey, and which they weren't completely wrong. I was like, that's mean. And then I clicked on the picture and I was like, oh, that's accurate. So, <laughs> but whatever he did, it's working. He's looking less like Gary Busey every day. Um, I, I liked also kind of uh, Catherine sticking up for Cameron because this conversation moves into about how Cameron um, was going to get the nanny mm-hmm. and um, she ended up knocking in the nanny and, you know, a lot of women came after her on the show because she has the privilege and to work and, you know, not be a stay-at-home mom and the fact well, I think the, the it's also. Way. I think it, you're flipping it. It's she has the privilege to be a stay-at-home mom. Oh, and she, most yeah. people do not have that ability yeah. because you that's taking away complete income, like exactly. someone's complete earnings. So that's what they meant. Um, 
but yeah, and Cameron said she's watched herself on TV and thought, ew, you're gross. Like, yeah. you sound so privileged. And Catherine was like, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. And if you looked at all the women on the couch, like, Chelsea had the same look on her face. Like, don't you dare talk about yourself that way. Yeah, it was like, really you're the cute. Best, yeah. So that was really cute. And Catherine chimed in and says, um, you said what every mother is thinking. So I thought that was really nice that they all had her back. Oh, I loved that. Um, I thought it was interesting to know that Austin was raised by a nanny. Um, when he <laughs> it kind of shows. Brings it up, I mean, it definitely shows. Not, not, not that being raised by a man- nanny is a bad way to be raised at all. Like, I totally understand situations are different. But Austin kind of almost used it as like, well, I was raised by a nanny and I kind of turned out fine, it seems It's like, like, you are not fine. You've been working on the same beer for how long? <laughs> um... I loved the little Brad and Cameron throwback to Real World, and that I know was you were amazing. freaking out. I was freaking out. I'm such a huge challenge fan, yeah. and Brad is like a challenge veteran. He met his wife on the show, who's now his ex-wife. He has been recently hooking up with some 20-year-old from on the, the show <laughs> who runs around naked. So that was an interesting tie-in to think of, um, like level-headed, calm Cameron, and really crazy brad so yeah and i the brad it has not the, aged as well as cameron has no that's for sure and the throwback <laughs> scene of them making out i was like oh yeah, oh wow shocked. steamy yeah cameron was not asked back to the challenge after she left um when was that well i think she was on it twice actually oh she was but and then the she went time. home first basically both times um she hated it she was like, this is really hard, and volunteered to go home. She's like, I'm just ready to leave. Yeah. And guess what? She turned out fine because yeah, this, she's in Southern This um, sort of reality show was way more uh, Way more her style. Vibe. Yeah. Um, let's... I also did... Andy asked Austin a question that you could see, like, visibly riled him up. He said, um, does Austin need to date less motivated women? Because he kept being attracted to yeah. motivated women, and then that would be a problem. And he was so like on edge by that question. Yeah. But if he, he's clearly not that motivated of a person, with how slowly he's working on this beer. I mean, I think it's finally out in real but, time, like now. But this is his third season on the show. That's over three years. That's at least four years. And, and the beer, he'd been working on the beer prior to coming on the show. Yeah, there was this excuse of like the machines weren't working, and like then there was another excuse of like, oh, he didn't get like the things in time. And but then... I think most people that wouldn't, most people who are trying to produce a beer where they're like, I, this is my, what I think is happening. I think he's just hasn't been able to really go all in. I don't know if something's financially holding him back or if he's scared to take that plunge, but I think that's what's probably holding him back, and that's part of what. Andy or this viewer who asked that question was talking about. I mean, yeah. I mean, when it comes to dating more motivated women, I think he does feel like a major insecurity with that because, you know, like you said, he's been working on this beer for three plus years. He's really made no progress where you have both of his, his ex-girlfriend and his current girlfriend, you know, doing so well in their business that they're thinking of going into business together and starting their own salon and mm-hmm. doing their own thing and having this whole other company. And it's just happening quickly because these two women, I mean, 
as much as you dislike Madison, she's a hustler. Yeah. And I think the other thing is Chelsea and Madison believe in themselves. Yes. And so they're willing to bet on themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think Austin doesn't believe on in himself. So he's afraid to bet on himself. And I think most of the money that he's had for his company has probably come from his parents. I mean, We've his seen the way pissed. he is coming and like begging for, to them. And then for them there to still really not be any, like, where's your distribution plan? I feel like he's like the male Sonia, but without all the prescription medication. So he makes slightly more sense. You uh, you and Armin accusing Sonia of being these cra- this crazy drug pop pill popper. I don't believe it. I, I don't believe it. Oh, I think this is like, you know, Sonia, how she has like the esthetician, everything. You know, she has like a Chinese medicine doctor. Oh, yeah. And like a herbalist. And I guarantee you, you know, you can mix stuff up and it, like even herbs, and it can make you... Be crazy. I, I would bet my life. <laughs> there's at least a couple things floating around in Sonia. She she just she just got the not wrong, that there's anything wrong with her. I might even roots. be helping her, but she mixed the roots with the wrong uh, <laughs> the wrong leaves. When you see someone go from zero to sixty on that level of intoxication, like think of that tequila Mexico trip. Oh, like yeah. they drank a lot, but she, she was so much more wasted than everyone well, else. She was chugging margaritas from the pitcher. But that's what prescription medication will do to you. Let's move, let's move from prescription <laughs> medication to something that is helping, I guess, maybe Shep, which is Little Craig. We get to talk about Little Craig and how he's doing, which is Shep's, you know, a little puppy. Um, Craig doesn't mind the name, which that, you know, that was a point of contention. But then it gets into a conversation about how Shep treats real Craig as opposed to Little Craig. And it goes into the conversation about how Shep sometimes goes overboard and... Um, Cameron says she saw it on the RV trip. Mm-hmm. Um, Craig says, yeah, you take it to a nasty level where you just get mean. You just get, you know, aggressive and you, you hit people where they hurt. And, um, and Shep's response is, I don't know where the rumor started that I'm Gandhi yeah. because I'm not, which was like, <laughs> do, what? do you not own a mirror, Shep? Do, have you not heard any of the feedback from this whole season? I think that's what we're going to see with Shep is that his elitism is what allows him to not change. Like most of these people, Catherine, for example, they've watched this show and seen the error of their ways and been horrified at their behavior and made a change. Shep is like doubling down, getting worse, Thomas Ravenel style. Yeah. So I, I don't know what that says. I don't know if that's just uh, one of the pitfalls of that level of wealth. Uh, I mean, he it was speaking about the wealth. He kind of like does go into more about like why he is the way he is. And he's like, I know how to push buttons. I know how he to says, do this. It's not an explanation. It's like you like to push buttons. I can smell blood in the water. Those are not explanations for why you're an asshole. Me, I'm like, they're explanations. He's trying to prove a point. He'll be like, no, he's just well, being a dick still. When the girls point out like you've made every single one of us cry. Andy's like, what do you think about that? And Shep's like, well, that makes me mad. And everyone is like, well, that's what we're talking about. That's not the right response. You should be like, oh my God. I'm so sorry. I can't believe I've hurt all these people to that point. I need to watch my words. And I think that further pushes in the point where he is so involved with himself and who he is that he's only seeing how he's affected by his actions. He's mad. Mm -hmm. People are seeing things about him. I don't suffer fools lightly or gladly. Yeah, he kept saying that, which was like like that. That that makes no sense, Shep. Like it, we get that, but you're also just being an asshole. He's literally just saying everyone's stupid except for me. I don't suffer fools gladly if you're not on my level. He also sorry. said I wouldn't waste emotion on somebody I didn't care about. And Austin hit back with "What about on Twitter?" because Shep has been known to argue with a troll or two. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen it. 
case in point on his Twitter, it is a lot. Um, but yeah, he also brings up his grandma and how his grandma would say things. And she had elitism and how it's ingrained in him. Basically saying like, oh, what can I do? He was like, this is who I am. This is how I was born. I'm sorry. Not really. He actually never says sorry. And Shep said something about things being all forgiven. And Andy turns to him and says, has it all been forgiven? And Shep does like whiplash double take. Like what? Like, Andy doesn't think I'm forgiven because we know they're friends in real life. We know, yeah. So you can, in that moment, he's like, huh? He's like, oh, maybe I am doing something wrong if my buddy, Andy Cohen, is calling me out. Uh, then there's another really weird situation that comes with Shep after, um, and it involves Matul. So let's talk about the Matul. Yeah. Um, Andy then begins to talk to Naomi and we find out a Cameron's crush on Matul was a shtick for the show that she says it outright. Um, and then we get to see Craig give Naomi the rice krispie treat, which which was was so cute. cute. So cute. And then Shep chimes in saying like, as an explanation for why he doesn't think she should have a rice krispie treat. Um, he comes from a male dominated society, which I thought was so Weird. He says that first just to Cameron on yeah, the side, and, and she ignores he, him. He interjects, and he says, do you think it's cultural at all? And, and Naomi shoots back, Matul was born in D.C. I literally, when she said that, I flash back to Mean Girls, when she's like, we're welcoming our new student from Africa. <laughs> she's here all the way. And then they point to the girl, and the girl's like, I'm from Michigan. <laughs> it's like, and that's literally what I was thinking when I watched that. But it was so just like... Very, like, it, I, okay, it was racist. I'm going to just be real because we don't even know if Matul is Indian. Like, and that's where. Well, I, I don't even know what he was saying. Well, no, Shep was like, I have a, I have a, my friend's, my dad's friend, business partners from India, like, is an Indian man. And he was saying, oh, you know, I under kind of understand where Matul's coming from, blah, 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 blah. So I think he was insinuating that Matul was of the same descent as his father's friend, which first and foremost, we don't know. Well, obviously Matul is American. He is. We don't know what his cultural background is in his family, Yeah, but that was weird. It's so weird. And it's, it's just further proves honestly, Shep's elitism where he's like, well, you're a little bit different. Honestly, you're not the same like white person that we all are. So there must be something ingrained in your history or in your culture or your, that, that makes you act this way. And the sad thing is, if he had said it a different way, if he'd been like, you know, my it could just be something with the way he was raised. Yes. Um, my dad's business partner said his family's the same way. Like leave out the the, the, the race, actual race the culture, and ethnicity out ethnicity, of it. All that stuff. It's it's not needed. Um, and for someone who like is so, like, toting around on social media of being, like, so, like, welcoming and understanding and, like, this person. It was a very, it was a very bad move and a very bad... And I think it was his way of trying to actually kind of have Matul's back and stand up for him, even though it it came off horribly. Yeah. (laughs) It was his way of being like, guys, guys, lay off Matul. Um, Yeah, it was just not a good look. Um, I love Matul. Um, I thought Naomi looked gorgeous at the reunion she looked so cute when he gave her the rice krispie treat and she was wearing actually one of the dresses from her line which i thought was one of the dresses from one of the millions of lines you could find it on because it's like alibaba express you know what i mean the like (laughs) it's wholesale clothes that she slaps a label on you can find it at millions of retailers for five dollars less like it i'm i'm 
I'm, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. Sonia does it too. Yeah, but like, Sonya, I'm, I was about to say the Sony Morgan collection is the same exact I thing. I won't be buying it. That's all I have to say. Um, let's talk about why Ashley said she met with Naomi, or Naomi said she met with Ashley was for morbid curiosity. Well, aka the producers forced yeah, me. Yeah, you were forced to go into that meeting. This was my payback for not going on that vacation. <laughs> yeah, no, that was literally the only reason that she went there. There's no way she would have done that like on her own. Like, they were all actively avoiding her the entire season. Well, I mean, if someone's like coming after you on social media and was like also a crazy person on the season before, I would want to avoid them all season as well. I don't even understand why. I mean, I get why Ashley was on the season again was because they didn't really have a villain and they needed someone to come in. But honey, you guys got Madison. You well, they didn't know. They, they didn't, didn't know, know that was going to happen. Yeah, so they brought Ashley back. but And that's still like, that didn't really explode until the last couple episodes. <sighs> and I feel like it's going to explode more on the reunion, but but we don't... Yeah, I read that online yet. that they all turned against Madison on the reunion and go after her. So I'm actually excited to see that. We know when Madison's cornered. She goes hard. Yeah, so I'm excited to see what she comes back with. Um, um, are we going to talk about Craig? Yeah, next Andy talked to Craig... And um, he still has his assistant, and he's on track to sell his thousandth pillow. So go, Craig. I love this. And I like why he was kind of talking about why he has an assistant. And he was like, basically, he was like, my girlfriends were my personal assistants before, but well, they weren't doing no. the work. They, Naomi just said she would yell at him for not well, doing the he's things. he's basically saying they nagged him yeah. to do what he needed to do. And I, what he needed was a mother. It's so sad. <laughs> he needs someone to hold his hand. And I love... I love, though, how he's like, Craig is the brand. Like, I'm trying to be the male Martha Stewart. Like, I've always been, like, into kitchenware and, you know, home goods and stuff like that. And I was just, like, dying. I thought it was hilarious that he's going to be the, the male Martha Stewart. I think that's a great idea. I'm glad to hear he has a direction because I that's was really direction. concerned. <laughs> um, let's talk about Adderall. I was, I was, I thought it was crazy that they actually tackled this yeah. on the reunion I, they haven't really tackled um not drug use because there's been many accusations of drug use but of um like prescription addiction yeah and abuse of prescribed medications because yeah. that's rarely mentioned on the show and i think pretty much every franchise has at least one or two that I mean, could, yeah. could use a talking to on that front. We, we need to let you know there's there's a little bit of an issue here. But I liked how kind of honest he was being about it. He was mm-hmm. like, you know, he was like... And I, that was the other thing. We've never seen someone be so honest about yeah, it. Yeah, it was fantastic. He was like, you know what? I would take it in the day to like get stuff done and then I would be like, you know, out of it. So I'd need to take more and then I wouldn't sleep and then I would, you know, get, then I'd have to wake up and do work again and I would take it. And honestly... To be real, I know a lot of people who have, you know, gone through law school, have very hard, like, master's programs where the, the workload is just so intense that they feel like they, they need to take There's not enough the hours in There's the day, not enough yeah. hours, and you need to, like, I mean, even, take the Adderall. I think if you look at colleges all across the United States right now, you'd see that this is probably a problem. It is. I think if you look at doctor's offices, there's a really high prescription rate for these medications. Um, I mean, people I mean, take Craig it recreationally, him, yeah. too. Craig was asked that they ask him if he has ADHD and he gets squirrely, doesn't answer the question the first time and then says, that's what the doctor says. So I, to me, that was 
him trying to not answer the question because I think he went to a doctor knowing this is either this is the doctor that will prescribe it to me or yeah. I can I know what to say to this doctor to, to get, get prescribed it. Yeah. So I think it was hilarious that free diving is what made him stop. Yeah, that he had to have it. a reason. That's what he said, and he started again when he came back to Charleston. He needs to stay in the Bahamas for a little bit more. I feel like the Bahamas is so good for him. Well, he did go back to the Bahamas after the season wrapped. That's good. I'm really happy for him. And he said he's been off Adderall for two months. So way to go, go Craig. Go, Craig. We love you for this. Um, I thought it was really interesting when they talked about Colorado and how Naomi didn't go to Colorado. And Naomi understood that she had closure through Matul that Craig didn't also have. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was a very honest and mature way to like look at it and see, you know... You know, maybe Craig is still so upset. Maybe Craig is still hurt because he doesn't have that new person in his life that's fulfilling him where I do. And that's maybe why he's still holding some anger, resentment, hurt in his life. They had, they asked everyone to raise their hands if they thought Craig was still in love with Naomi. And, um, or if they believed Craig was over Naomi, I'm sorry. The only person who didn't raise their hand was Craig. (laughs) I mean, I think Craig maybe like wasn't expecting that he needed to answer the question, but I know, but he hand. was also looking on like, am uh, I, am, am I, <laughs> am, am I, I over, over her? I mean, I don't think he'll ever, he'll ever be over her. I don't think he will be until he like finds someone new who he's like, this is, this person's the one because the way he talked about Naomi was like, I could only wish for my future boyfriend to talk about me that way. Yeah. You know, don't you think that mm-hmm. like when they were dating before they were at each other's throats, he was just like, she's amazing. I want to marry her. Like, she's so smart. She's so beautiful. I can't get over it. <laughs> I just want Craig to be happy. That's all I want. I know. Speaking of people who want to be happy. Catherine. Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> I like that transition. That's exactly that's exactly who I want to be happy more than anything. Um, she divulged some details about their custody agreement, which were that she's not allowed to divulge details of their yeah. custody agreement. And, that, and you can tell she, there's something she's going to say and she immediately switches the language of how uh-huh. she's going to say it because she's not allowed to talk about... She's not supposed to disparage disparage T-Rav at all, and she's not allowed to talk about any of the custody. So we don't know how much she gets the kids, how much T-Rav gets the kids, and she can't say Well, we about do know because is. of Radar Online and yeah. their ability to share um, their court documents that they have 50-50 custody now. But at the point of the reunion, I don't know if they had it yet. I can't remember. Um, it's going to be very interesting to see how this continues to play out maybe over the next season with T-Rav because we know T-Rav has a new girlfriend. Cause we know Catherine's dating the Hunter Price, the singer. Mm-hmm. Um, but T-Rav, as, that's not Ashley. A new girlfriend, that's not Ashley. And my question is, how, if you know this person is like a bottom of the barrel, rapist, crazy abuser with a like, crazy history, you've seen it on TV, you've seen it played on the tabloids, who like goes who for wants that? to be with him? Money grubbers, that's who. Because despite all of that, he still has money. It's just so sad. People, don't date T-Rav. Well, Catherine's new boyfriend, Hunter, is the first time in her life she's ever dated someone her own age. That's crazy. I thought that was really interesting. I, 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 mean, I want to hear more about Catherine's home life as a child because some... It was messed up for sure. There's You don't go dating old people your whole life unless you have a messed up home life. That's daddy issues for sure. <laughs> so I just love to hear the story behind that. You're like, I want to know what's going on. 
Um, I liked how she said it's cute that they are kind of figuring out their lives together. And it's nice to be with someone where they're kind of creating a world and a life together Together. instead of trying to make space for yourself and someone else's. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's a really good way that Catherine's looking at it because I feel like that's been kind of her, she always feels like she needed to be something else or someone else to fit into T-Rav's world or Mm -hmm. whoever else she was dating this politician. Like, you know, she has to fit a certain mold for this, this Mm -hmm. person. Whereas like with Hunter, they're both young. They're both technically reality stars because, um, you know, he was on the voice. I think, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, you're right. He was on The Voice. Um, but, you know, like, I see them photographed at, like, the CMT Awards and stuff, and they're a really cute couple, but, like, at the, you know, I mean, I don't think this, I'm going to be honest, I don't think this is her forever guy. Do you feel that way? Or, I mean, we I don't, don't really know. know. I mean, we haven't seen their relationship play out at all. I'm just glad she's happy. Um, I know she got in trouble for allowing Hunter to sleep over. Oh. With the kids there, which is not allowed per their custody. <sighs> yeah, after you're, uh, the father's a rapist. Like, I yeah. feel like... Julian who has his the- girlfriend sleeping there? Like, the kids are in a full other... Like, remember he has the kids sleep in the separate house? Yeah. Because he doesn't want them messing up his front house? So gross. Um, anyway, it was 49 minutes into the episode that I finally realized Whitney was not there. Yeah, he was not. It did not not occur to me until they started talking about him. Then I was like, where is he sitting? And then I realized he was not there and had not been there the entire time. No. Um, I also thought it was really interesting how they were talking about why Whitney denied the hookup. Mm -hmm. And it was because he didn't want to get wrapped up in the legal drama. And everyone agrees. Everyone's like, yeah, no, that's... that's Cameron's like, he told me, that's why. (laughs) Yeah. Which makes... Which makes it... I mean, I, I get it. I, I think he should have had the conversation with Catherine being like, I really don't want to talk about this on the show because I don't want to get involved. But it makes it less bad how he acted, but at the same time, it's still kind of shitty. Well, Whitney's also just a weird guy, so I just chalked it up to him being weird. He's, a, he's, he's very interesting. Like, I was just like, well, that's odd. Moving on. Not concerned about it. Moving forward. Um... But yeah, and then they talked about Patricia and Catherine and how they got together. And I mean, there's no relationship like Patricia and Catherine is like in the current season. Mm -hmm. I love them together. I love Catherine as like a mini Patricia, like learning the ways of like regalness and ball gowns at the reunion. It's it's fantastic. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's a really cute dynamic. Um, And I thought it was cute that um, when Pat had all the girls over, yeah. opposed to all the guys over and they had girl talk and it was kind of like ooh I love that and that Pat even was just like oh yeah Catherine and Whitney <laughs> yeah <laughs> I thought she's that like, was funny she's like I don't care about getting sued I already am she's like I'm already I'm, she's like I'm already involved in this <laughs> um next they tried to talk to Catherine about the watch what happens live appearance oh this was weird and she said basically that she had such bad anxiety because she was worrying about everything she's saying being dissected by Thomas and his lawyers in their custody agreement. And it, it, it was funny because everyone else is concerned that of, because of her behavior and um, her mannerisms that she was on drugs. But um, Austin and Craig are concerned about what she said. <laughs> And how they hurt her, how she hurt their feelings. <laughs> well, because she's they're disappointed because she said the time's up on them. Um, literally, Craig would had two girls in his apartment while he was dating someone. They, and, you mean Austin? Sorry, Austin and Shep is just a playboy. Like, yeah, they are kind okay, of dicks to uh, women. You literally, <laughs> Craig and Austin. 
What did I say? Oh, I said Shep. You said Shep and Craig, and you were talking about Austin, but saying Craig. I'm I'm all messed up, guys. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah. Well, Craig's mad because Catherine said that he was still in love with Naomi. Yes. Completely disregards the drugs aspect, and is like, yeah. And you know what? And Andy's like, that's not what we're talking about. He's like, he's like that, that's not any of the point. And then Austin was upset about how the comments she made about the video. Yeah. And, and Madison then, was in the audience. Yeah. And then Austin says, you seem like you don't even remember being there, which was so true because she was like, huh? What? To every question about the performance, the, the interview. Um, I personally think in that watch what happens live, we both watched it. Yes. I thought that was a mix of prescription medications. And we, if you've seen the court documents, um, according to those, she is on, many, many prescribed medications. As we talked about earlier about people who are abusing prescribed medications, I do believe Catherine is. And I think also, if you notice, everyone is kind of scared to say anything yeah. in this moment. I think no one wants to accuse her of anything because she's going through that enough. But also, um, on Shep's podcast, Cat. Cameron and Shep both agreed that they were afraid to say anything against Catherine because of how rabid her fans are oh yeah well that's and that the viewers like always side with Catherine so everyone on the show is afraid to go against Catherine and that's kind of like what we're seeing on a lot of housewife shows I'm gonna be 100% real and y'all if you're one of these people on Twitter I'm calling you out just stop being dicks stop Mm -hmm. it's it's a tv show these people can defend themselves they are on tv they're strong enough. You go through full psych evaluation tests. You go through all these things to make sure that you are mentally ready and prepared to be on shows like this for the most part. Some people aren't, mm-hmm. but I can tell y'all, Catherine's okay. Don't come for people just because they have comments. LVP is going to be okay. Don't just come for people because they have comments. Like, y'all need to calm down. Uh, me. I'm my Taylor Swift. You need to <laughs> calm down. Um, but I want to talk about Catherine's kind of reveal at the end of this episode that kind of left a lot of people shocked, but honestly... I'm okay with, um, where she reveals that she's sober from weed, but she still drinks alcohol. And she said she didn't drink the night of Watch What Happens Live, but she does drink. Now, a lot of people online... I mean, we've seen her drink on the show. Yeah, we have. So, but it was, uh, um, in this season. But it's never been officially confirmed. I mean, we see her with stuff in her hand, but we, we've never had she her said, say... She said on one of the episodes, I can still drink. But she but she said, I can still drink, but we didn't know that she was still drinking. And this was but kind they of were a pouring bombshell. her a drink. I mean... I don't know who this was a bombshell for. A lot of people online were really upset by it. I saw I think, a lot of people. I think it was just people who weren't paying attention. It was not that it was such a bombshell. Well, I I mean, I knew this was happening because we've, we've watched the show. We've watched the after shows. We know about her life. But I'm just saying for the people, because it ended on like a to be continued and it felt like it was very dramatic for people. Well, it was dramatic because, of because Catherine told Austin, I find you boring sometimes. See, I see. I think I look at those things and I'm like, okay, yeah, that's just a fight. But I felt like the producers were trying to make Catherine's reveal about alcohol bigger than it was. That's how I felt they they were trying to make it, which is why I got upset. Was because Catherine is allowed to drink. Catherine can well, drink. Well, if Catherine is on those prescription medications, she should absolutely not be drinking. Well, I mean, that's the case in point because you should not mix prescription alcohol with or prescription drugs with alcohol. <laughs> but. The whole like aspect of her not being able to drink because she has kids and because she, she's going through the battle is totally uncalled for. Yeah, but I she's don't think that's I don't think girl. that's why anyone's saying she shouldn't drink. I think people are saying she shouldn't drink because she has substance abuse problems. 
which she can say all she wants that it was just weed. I'm sorry. Um, I don't see Thomas smoking weed, but I do see him doing tons of coke. Well, he allegedly. was arrested for coke. Exactly. So I'm I, I'm sorry, but when you're dating someone who is clearly doing that much cocaine, there's no way you're not doing it too. That's just no one wants to be in a relationship like that. Yeah. It, that's just not how it goes, especially at the age of 21. So yeah. to pretend that that was her only problem is all nice and fine, but it's absolutely and completely untrue. Well, I think also she can And not believable either. <laughs> I don't think she can come out and be like, yeah, I was, you know, doing the doing the coke with G-Rat She keeps saying, I was so, I'm sober from weed. It's like, okay, that's what he got you on. Yeah. I'm sure you probably... If you watched the show, you could see there was something happening. Something was going on. Tirav couldn't get her for the cocaine because let's be real, mm-hmm. she would have been like, well, right back at you. Let's go take, take some hair. Let's take a sample. Which is exactly what happened. He shaved his whole body. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> Insane. So um, I'm, I'm not trying to take away from Catherine's progress either because she's made strides. She's definitely changed. I'm not saying I still think she has these problems. I don't think she's doing cocaine anymore. I think Thomas was probably the problem in that but um i do think it's people want to make it like Catherine is like ah oh, perfect Catherine now never did anything wrong. oh yeah she was always wrong blah 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 but you don't chase thomas ravenel down a dock in a fur coat if at a party you were not invited to if nothing's wrong um i mean i agree i definitely understand that she has issues in the past i'm just i think i get upset by people trying to take her down for the little things when she she has made a lot of progress. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why this kind of like, the way I felt the producers put the scene and the way that people talked about it online. I think they stuff. definitely questioned her sobriety. Yeah. and, and that, I don't think it was necessarily about alcohol. I think Andy seemed to not be buying her explanation of the Watch What Happens live story. Yes, he doesn't. So that makes me wonder, did he, what did he witness? Was she drinking? Because he's like, you didn't drink that night? And she's like, no, I did not. And he's kind of just quiet about mm-hmm. it. Because it's not in Andy to call someone out like that. Like that, yeah. Um, he gave like he kind of gave her the opportunity, and she didn't. And he's not going to be like, oh, because you don't want the talent to turn against you either. Yeah, that's I understand true. that. So I don't know. We'll see where it goes from there. I was kind of shocked to see Austin and Catherine get heated. I did not expect that. I was not expecting that either because they're also sitting next to each other on mm-hmm. the couch, which usually means that there's not going to be a fight between those people. They position everyone on the couch is very strategically um i did like when she was like don't f with my sobriety like mm-hmm. don't you like dare speak about that like that's the one thing you can't come for i was like Catherine, rock on you're amazing i love you for this but uh, i don't know there's i i like next- i i fully believe she is sober from weed oh a hundred percent it's everything else Craig- i question Maybe not so much. Shep, definitely not. Definitely not. No, Austin, Austin, me. Austin, Shep, and Craig literally are blazing it up every other week, every other day. That's what that's what that's what Shep, Craig does before he paints his nail. Him, he's like, yeah, it's for charity, but it's also an excuse for me to paint my nails. And then when they were talking about his his makeup, his <laughs> love good love a good Craig um, makeover. He could come out with the beauty line too. I don't think Martha Stewart did that. That's one step further. You could do Craig. <laughs> Pillows, kitchenware, and eyeliner. <laughs> Guy liner. Guy liner, yeah. All right, so I think that kind of wraps up part one of the reunion. It was, like we said, jam-packed. It was full of drama. Um, 
this episode ran a little bit longer. We're sorry, but we just had to get through it. We had to let you guys know. It was a lot of information. It was a lot of info. Um, I apologize for mixing up Craig, Shep, and Austin this entire podcast, but honestly... These, these three white dudes that How all could are you help it? The good people, old boys. The good old boys. They all blend together. I mean, it's just, it's case in point. Um, Kelsey, thank you so much for podcasting with me again. We want you to make sure that you guys don't miss a single another one of our podcasts. And yeah, Southern Charm might be ending and Southern Charm New Orleans might have ended, but y'all, we still have OC happening. We've got Dallas coming we have so much more that you guys can listen to. So subscribe wherever you're listening, whether that's SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play Music, iTunes, or Spotify. If you guys want to follow us on social media, it's at H-O-T and B-R-A-V-O-D on Instagram and Twitter. Kelsey, how can people not find you? <laughs> <Ba-ba-doo>. <laughs> Just into the night. Just scream that into the night and then her Twitter handle will like fall from uh, like a plane. It's like a, it's like a bat signal. <laughs> and I'm at Eddie underscore Strata on Instagram and Twitter. We will see you guys next time.